Hello and welcome to A New African Mind, a podcast that focuses on reshaping the way we think about mental health as Africans. I'm your host, Petrina Dusay. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter as MBS Care for helpful tools and tips on mental health. Today, we're going to be talking about stress, something that we're all too familiar with. And I think it's important for me to break down what stress is for us to be able to understand it on a physical as well as a psychological you know, level. I'll explain the underlying process that takes place when we're feeling stressed out. And then I'll also share tools and tips that um, we can use to manage our stress in healthy ways. So let's jump right in. Have you ever been chased by a dog before? These days, the younger millennials and the Gen Zers don't know what it's like to play in the neighborhood and then get chased by somebody's dog and literally feel like you're fighting for your life, you know? What happens when you're in that situation? Your heart rate goes up. Your heart literally pounds so hard. You're breathing very fast. You can see so far so clearly and be able to kind of see the escape routes you can use to jump over whichever wall it is, you know. For the benefit of those who haven't experienced this before, just think about a a close call. A time when maybe you almost ran into someone's car or someone's car almost ran into the one that you're sitting in. The, the, The physical response that your body has. Speaking of the dog experience, I remember taking a walk with my little girl recently and um, I look ahead and I see this dog advancing towards us so fast and literally like my heart rate went up. I was holding, I think we went and bought kitchen towels. I was holding that already in my head. It was, if this dog attacks, I'm going to use a kitchen towels as a buffer. So holding the kitchen towel in my right hand, I grab my daughter with my left hand and I'm ready to defend her and defend us. And then as this dog is getting closer, I hear someone call the dog's name and I turn and the, the neighbor is right there. She had gone for a walk with the dog, but I think the dog was lagging behind. And so she calls the dog's name and the dog like runs straight to her. But Listen, I could hear my own heart pounding. And even after I put her down and we're out of harm's way, my heart was still beating very fast. And I knew that it would take a few minutes for me to kind of come back to a calm state. Now, this thing that happens in our body is called a stress response. Another name for it is the fight, flight or freeze response, which I'll explain in depth as we go along. But whenever we are stressed, whenever there's a situation that is stressful, this survival mechanism kicks in. It's inbuilt. So naturally, everybody is born with this mechanism. This mechanism where when we see something happen or we anticipate something happening that is threatening to us, our body kicks into survival mode and it's like, hey, we need all the resources we can gather to be able to overcome this situation. So back in the day, this was actually very useful in that when our cavemen, forefathers and mothers were living, you know, there were issues with wild animals, maybe wars and so on and so forth. And so when a person sees a wild animal or goes hunting, they need to be able to gather a lot of energy to be able to tackle the situation. And this is where this fight or flight and the freeze response comes into play. So for instance, forefather goes out is gathering fruits and then sees a cheetah or a lion or a panther some wild animal automatically this person realizes my life is in danger so a warning signal is sent to the brain to fight for its life to fight for the survival of the mechanism that the brain exists in and so the brain now releases chemicals into the body and these chemicals 
subsequently lead to activation of different parts of your body so your pupils will dilate to allow more light in so you can see further over longer distances um, your muscles will contract your the, the rate at which your body burns glucose will go up the amount of oxygen to your brain increases to also help in like critical thinking then the less essential functions in the body like metabolism and and reproduction and stuff like that are halted the body needs to gather as much energy to be able to survive this situation so this response kicks in and it helps people to be able to run very fast it helps people to run faster than usual jump higher than usual gather strength to fight to save their lives. Recently, it has come out that there's a freeze response where the body is unable to move or the person is unable to get themselves to move for various reasons. But today, I'm just going to be discussing the basic survival mechanism with regards to stress. And so you think about this fight or flight response and you think about your life and how many times if you drive, you know, that thing has kicked in with some trotro, taxi, you know, bus driver crossing you anyhow or somebody crossing the street suddenly or someone cutting in front of you suddenly and you realize your heart rate goes up because it was like okay you are in danger so many things have happened at a level that you don't realize so a message has been sent to your brain and told your brain hey threatening situation then you realize you tense up you realize your heart rate goes up you know that is the fight or flight response which is also known as a stress response so what is stress does this mean that Everyone who comes face to face with a lion will freak out. No, because I've watched videos of people who see lions and befriend them and play with them. So in its simplest form, stress is the perception that there's a threatening situation. And that situation is threatening because we possibly do not possess enough resources to be able to address the situation. This is the simplest way I can break down what stress is. There are some key things I have to say about this. So the first one is perception. The reason why I say perception is that sometimes we actually do have the resources we need to deal with a situation. But because we perceive that we don't or because we believe that we don't, it, it triggers the stress response. So remember that it's a perception. Now this perception could be factual or sometimes this perception could be distorted. Another important part about stress is the resources. What do I mean when I say resources? Resources vary from things like time, energy, strength, money, to things like space, availability, um, qualifications for a job, tools to get work done. Various types of resources exist. So if something happens and I believe that I don't have enough of these resources or I don't have enough of the resource I need to tackle this situation, the stress response kicks in because it's a threat to my being, it's a threat to my livelihood, or it's a threat to my existence. That's the message that's sent. And your brain, functioning as it should, will do everything it can to get you to protect and to self-preserve. So stress in itself is not necessarily a negative thing. It motivates us to survive, it motivates us to get things done, it motivates us to problem-solve. However, I'm sure most of you listening to me are aware of this, that stress can have very negative effects on us. As life has gotten more complicated, we now no longer just react to wild animals chasing us, but so many other things stress us. So from the time your day begins, rushing against time, traffic, 
people driving recklessly, colleagues who are annoying at work, demanding bosses, relationship challenges, money issues. I mean, the list is endless of the number of things that bring about stress in our lives. And each time these things come to mind, it's a threat to our our well-being and our survival. And so each time this happens, the brain releases a bit of those stress hormones, the stress chemicals, to prepare you to deal with a situation. The challenge is that as more and more of these chemicals are released, they have negative effects on your body. These chemicals are not meant to be released over a long period of time. They're for like short bursts of time. They're for short bursts of energy. So you find that you're driving and someone crosses you anyhow, heart rate goes up. Someone says something to you at work that you don't like, heart rate goes up. Something that you bought, they finally taking the money out of your account, heart rate goes up. So as this happens, there's always this pent up energy that is within us that needs to be released. And I'm going to talk about that at the end, um, how to deal with stress in a healthy way. But prolonged stress leads to long-term issues. Anyone who has worked in a stressful environment long-term and, and hasn't intentionally and successfully managed their stress in a healthy manner ends up with some kind of chronic illness. On top of that, if they've inherited any chronic illness or developed any chronic illness, these illnesses end up being aggravated even more. Hypertension is one of such. It's a very big issue when it comes to stress management. So if anyone listening to me is prehypertensive or has hypertension or a history of it or a family member who does, you one of the things that you will notice is that the doctors always say, try to manage stress, try to keep away from stress. So in addition to the impact that stress has on chronic illnesses, there are multiple other ways stress can affect us. It can affect our ability to sleep. Sometimes we will sleep too much or it will be difficult for us to fall asleep or stay asleep. Sometimes it involves eating too much. For example, you know, you'll hear expressions like, oh, I'm a stress eater. Or for some people, when they're feeling stressed out, it's very difficult for them to even build up an appetite to eat. Concentration is another big one that stress affects. It can be very difficult for you to, because you're so preoccupied with the stressor, it can be difficult for you to be able to concentrate on regular tasks. Stress is also associated with things like hair loss, skin issues, mood issues, relationship issues. Um, This is something that I, I wouldn't have to explain that when a person is under stress, it's very difficult to have healthy communication. You lash out at people, you get highly irritable. Another interesting thing is that it can actually lead to behavioral issues like gambling. It can lead to issues like overspending, um, alcoholism, because you're looking for a way to get the edge off. And rather than be able to, to deal with what the issue that is causing the stress, we look for ways to numb. We look for ways to distract ourselves. Stress can affect sexual performance. It can affect sexual arousal. And it can affect a person's ability to orgasm. Stress can also affect conception. Stress can cause acne, um, sometimes even in specific places, so they know that, okay, I must be stressed out. There are a few things I want you to know about stress. The first one is that what one person might find stressful, another person may not. So for some of us, when we're driving and we hear some sound in our car, hmm, the thought of the trip to the mechanic and the amounts that the mechanic is going to quote is like, this is stress, man. You know, we pretend like, you know what, this sound is not there. This is probably just something mild. And we try to ignore it, even though it stresses us out. For some of us, when we hear that our in-laws are coming to visit, is a problem because they come with issues. So as soon as they hear the word in-law, they start to feel stressed out. 
And then there are others where we have a great relationship with our in-laws. So that's sort of source of stress for us. So again, what might be stressful for one person may not be stressful for another. Secondly, we have to keep in mind that our stresses interact with each other. So I could be coming from my home stressed out about my relationship or my finances and then come to work and meet someone who's stressed out about some medical results that they are yet to receive. When we don't learn how to manage our stress in a healthy way, our stress interacts with each other. That's why you see things like road rage. People can like stop and insult each other and curse each other's family and descendants because there's so much happening behind the scenes that we do not see. This is why managing our stress in a healthy way is very important. In a subsequent episode, I'm going to be talking about anxiety and post-traumatic stress disorder and how these are extreme and severe forms of stress and how they impact us. So how do we cope with stress in a healthy way? The first tip I'll share is problem solving. Sometimes it's just about sitting down and figuring out how to solve the issue. Sometimes it's just about sitting down and getting that report done. Sometimes it's just about having that conversation once and for all. And the longer we prolong it, the longer we have to suffer feeling stressed out. Taking breaks too is another very important way to deal with stress. Some of us have made ourselves Superman and Superwoman. Oh, I've never taken a break before. As though it's something we're supposed to brag about. No, take a break. Meditation is another great way to calm yourself and relax yourself. I personally would recommend mindfulness meditation. It's meditation without any chanting. And so regardless of whatever religion you belong to, you can practice it and reap the benefits of it. It makes use of kindness to yourself, being present in the moment, and using your breathing as a way to anchor yourself in the present moment. So mindfulness meditation, I found, is a great way to help with stress relief. Doing something you enjoy doing is another way to de-stress. Take a walk on the beach, go swimming, go out with friends and family that inject positivity into your life. These are ways you can relieve stress. Getting enough sleep, having a diet that isn't pumped so much with sugar and caffeine is another way to help manage stress. Exercise can also help us release the pent-up frustration, you know, from all the release of the stress hormones and chemicals in our bodies. For some people, too, their religion is important to them, so prayer really helps with stress management. That's something that you can also look into. Music is a great way to de-stress. Dancing, oh yeah, that's my thing. There's actually research that shows that physical movement in the form of shaking or releasing energy vigorously is a way you can release pent-up stress in your body. So again, exercise and dancing and just like random weird movements to just release that energy can be very helpful. And the final example I'll give is about our evaluation of stressful situations. Sometimes it's a matter of taking some time to sit back, evaluate, ask ourselves, what's happening with me? What's happening in this current situation? Who can I ask for help? What are my options for help? Asking for and accepting help can be a way we can relieve stress or deal with stress in a healthy way because we cannot handle everything on our own. So sometimes it's just a matter of remaining or becoming calm evaluating what the circumstance is, looking at the resource that we have available, looking at where we can get help from, and and dealing with the situation as it comes. Sometimes we have to brace ourselves because it will be a stressful moment. If it's tax season at your work, or if it's the end of the fiscal year, or there's a death in the family and you're in the funeral planning process, 
or you've gone through a heartbreak. There are certain situations that any which way you dice it and slice it will be stressful. So those are the times that you have to look at the resources and the tools that you have to cope with stress in a healthy way. Stress is an inevitable part of our lives. So let's begin to have a healthy approach to dealing with stress. You can read more about stress and the stress response and dealing with stress on mbscare.co forward slash articles. I think I have about two or three articles on there about stress. So that's all I'm going to talk about for today. As usual, I wish you peace and unconditional love. Thank you.